0: Thank you for tuning in to Power Collectors Media, TV, news, magazine, social. We'll see. It's, it's a work in progress. And this podcast is to capture the journey for those of you out there that want to create your own brand. Today is early January 2022. I would like to go on record that power collectors as a brand started Christmas, 2021, we're already doing business in over 45 countries. So this is an announcement to the world for our fictitious business names, as well as our pending trademark. For those of you that want to go nationwide or global, it's a good idea to try to chase a trademark. But what you're going to have to do when the boots hit the ground is all the stuff I'm going to talk about over the next, hopefully 30 minutes or less. My name is Hopper. If you're new to the podcast, I used to be under game investing where I gave uh, analysis, advice, speculation, reselling, taxes, all kinds of helpful tips and strategies and tactics to navigate the graded game video game space under the retro game umbrella during the bull run after the first Mario game sold for a hundred thousand all the way up to the world record $2 million sale and all the way back down to where we are now in Q1 2022 with WADA about to release dynamic pop reports, VGA about to release over a decade of pop report data, and CGC about to jump into the game, building out what they're calling the best slab and database, including a full census. So the great thing about these pop reports, if you're new to video games, We are now called power collectors, so we're talking to Pokemon, comic books, coins, NFTs, whatever's out there, ticket stubs, sports cards. If you're new to video games. Number one rule, Hopper's number one rule is learn your variants. Number two is build relationships. And number three is learn to horse trade. Okay. so number one rule, learn your variants. That is the most valuable, priceless information that is sitting right there in front of your eyes in the pop reports. If you study the pop reports, that tells you exactly what variants have been submitted. And those are generally going to be the ones that the market or the hobby are tuned in on. So those are the ones that really matter. Things like round versus oval seal, early versus late, first production, first print versus late production, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's all right there in black and white. WADA dropped that on the hobby free for the world. Everybody uh, got to see that oval TMs were rarer than oval R, something I had been harping on for months and nobody listened, but it's right there in black and white now. So you get to study variants for free now. Up until the pop reports, we had to go on social media and spend 12 hours a day talking to people to try to get variant information based on rumors, cross grading, different slabs. There are eight companies that have slabbed video games. So for my video game crowd out there, I'm not giving up on video games. I'm trying to move personally from buying and selling physical things, collecting physical things for five decades to providing information to people that want to elevate their passion for collecting. Whether you want to become a power dealer, a part-time dealer, an eBay dealer, open a store, go into wholesale, export to Japan, import from Japan, do business with Europe, do business on the platforms, the auction houses, whatever it is, I'm going to be there to help you through it. We're talking to a CPA to hopefully bring him on to talk about the 1099K changes, which I believe occurred yesterday. And basically, if you're in the game making $600 or more, I'm not a financial advisor, but I do believe... From now on, everybody in the hobby game is going to be a quote unquote small business or larger, which means you're going to have to get serious about your taxes, your ROIs, your buy, your sell, your cost of goods sold and all that. But before you do that, before you are actually in business, cranking out tax returns, you're going to have to start a brand. OK, it could be your personal brand. They could be one and the same. It usually starts with what I'm going to call a handle. A handle is basically your user ID on one of these many platforms. So let's just go through what I had to do over the last uh, week or so to jumpstart my new brand as we let Grayton Games and game investing um, kind of retire early and walk away into the sunset. And we uh, open up a whole nother day as I'm trying to run two or three companies now, which is just incredible. So if you look at the Instagram update or the Facebook update or the Twitter update under power collectors, that's either going to be power collectors without a space or power space collectors on some of these platforms. I basically rebranded Great Games on Instagram, video game investing page on Facebook and the game investing page on LinkedIn, all to power collectors. Now, if you're in the state of California, I'm not sure about other states. I assume they are similar. There's usually what we call local requirement. Obviously, you got to deal with your state to decide with your accountant whether you're going to go LLC, corporation, nonprofit, sole proprietor, single member LLC, maybe a family business as a small partnership. There's all kinds of things like an LP. I would probably suggest either a single member LLC, a regular LLC or setting up a corporation in a non-income tax state. But again, then again, I'm an MBA. I'm not a licensed financial or tax advisor. So I took, uh, took my paperwork up with my county. This is a local level thing up in Oregon. You actually had to register with Uh, TriMet, if you're in a county that had light rail. So, some local requirements are going to be some sort of hybrid tax system where you have to pay taxes based upon maybe employees for your business licenses, or possibly to the county or the local regional transportation district to help pay for the trains or the buses. And that might be something at the county level. It could be multiple counties working together, it could be the city level generally, uh, the farther you are in the boondocks, the easier the paperwork is. If you're inside a metropolitan area like San Francisco, you're dealing with a city and a county in one. So choose your address very, 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 very carefully. If you're setting up a business, it doesn't have to be where you live. If you're gonna do a home occupation permit based on where you're living and you're gonna do it legally with home office, that is a nightmare in itself because you have to get a business license and a home occupation permit if you're in the city limits of an American uh, you know, uh, city, county, state. Now, if you're abroad, this would apply based on where you headquarter your company. And if you're going to pick a big city, make sure you look at the local city business license and the county requirements as well. So again, in America, we usually have cities, counties, and state requirements along with the IRS. Then you also have regional requirements such as um, light rail, which is called TriMet, called TriMet up in Oregon, And that would be only in the areas where the bus and the train service. So you could go get a, let's say, a mailbox way out in the boondocks and avoid that. But you're going to have to deal with maybe a city, definitely the state. And that's a no sales tax state, by the way. There are no sales tax states and no income tax states. And there's what we call unincorporated areas. Those are areas that are outside of the city that usually only deal with the county, usually rural but uh, I can't guarantee that for other states outside of California because we're highly populated, but that's usually a term we refer to rural areas where you're only dealing with the county. And the county also has one more thing that you're going to have to deal with, and that's property taxes. People think that property taxes are based on your house. They're not. They're property. They're anything a business or you own that is subject to taxes in the county. That could be anything from this microphone to the lamp behind me, to the scale, to the desk I'm using, to the inventory I have, to the warehouse that I own. It could be a property. It could be a house. It could be a vehicle. Those all are subject to property taxes. So don't think that you're not a homeowner. You don't own property taxes. Well, you might, and you probably didn't file. So if you really want to start a legal brand, go big time, do it right. There are at least, you know, five to 10 boxes you're going to have to check off and discuss with your partners, your tax advisors, and you can hit me up. I can give you very pointed questions to ask your advisors, very specific questions. For example, tell me about the safe haven rules on inventory that goes up to $2,500. Can I write that off and kick the can down the road? My, my uh, kids are going to come in as employees. Can we just defer all my taxes until you know, the cows come home. That's, that's one of the strategies. That's a no tax strategy. There's low tax strategy. I'm more between low and high tax because I'm old. I'm frail. I'm in pain every day. I don't have any retirement and I need to pay in as much as possible to social security as I can. So do not take this as advice because my situation is not going to be the same as yours. I don't know any other 55 year old, um, you know, low-income flippers in the game still. I'm probably one of the last dinosaurs left. Ken Golden, he's probably my age, but he's, you know, he's up there in the seven-figure stratosphere. So he probably has advisors doing all the stuff that I'm going to talk about now. So let's say you do want to get legal. You want to make a brand. You want to start a company. You want to do an LLC. You want to, you know, file with the IRS, file with the state, file with the county, file with the region, file with the city. You're all set up there. Now you got to go online and and claim your real estate, right? So the first thing I did was claim that county fictitious name. Obviously, Power Collectors is a one-page document signed at 57 bucks. Boom. Okay. Now I'm going to have to take that after they stamp it at the county. I'm going to take that to a newspaper and run that ad for 30 days. That gives the public the chance to dispute that they had Power Collectors before I did. That's why I'm making this podcast. I've been using Power Collectors as of Christmas. This was my Christmas present. I always start companies or brands on my birthday or Christmas. And this gives the public a chance to fight back. Someone, If someone comes at me, that means I'm going to have to shut everything down and find a new name. So what I did is also I renamed all my brands, Great in Games and Game Investing, to Power Collectors. So You can now search the podcast under Power Collectors and then type in your favorite platform, whether it's Anchor, Apple, Google, Spotify. It should come up on Google, which is amazing. I tested it last night. My brand has only been up for what? Well, technically, I sent Dennis an internal document last year. Power Collector magazine was the business plan. I wonder if people up at PSA got a hold of that and started PSA Magazine along with this rumored TV show I'm hearing about. I wonder if my ideas are being copied. I would like to know. Um, I am for hire as a hired gun, a sniper possibly, but probably not as employees at this point, I would be happy to come on anybody's radio show for hundred dollars an hour or be a host or whatever it may be. Come up with questions. That's my uh, secret sauce is I can come up with better questions than anyone in any hobby. I'm pretty confident about that. I don't present well on video, but audio, that's, that's a slam dunk. So I'm working with a CPA to come on the show so we can get a visual, get the eyes off me, get them on the experts. Hopefully a lawyer might come on as well. Maybe a CPA. And they can talk to you guys about trademarks, 1099-Ks, uh, LLC versus sole proprietorship, capital gains versus cost of goods sold and net and gross profits in a home business, home occupation permits, whatever we can talk about. Hopefully, they're going to be a repeat. I'm reaching out to a couple CPAs, and I will continue to do so for you guys. So let's move on to the real estate. Now, what is real estate? Um, generally, that's a, a single-family home. It's generally... When you talk about real estate, generally the information you're going to see from the gurus, from the online people, from the courses, from everything out there on YouTube, wherever real estate usually means a single family house up to three or three units, basically a, basically a, you know, a one house, a condo, a townhouse, a duplex or triplex, but it does not apply to real real estate, the commercial game or the virtual game or the NFT game or the meta. So, when I'm talking about real estate and I posted PCTV real estate, you can see that on all my brands. I'm talking about virtual real estate. I'm talking about is your brand locked up everywhere? Every darn website you can think about. Have you locked up your brand before or simultaneously to going to the city, state, county, uh, trademark, lawyer? And you can do all that for probably, I would say, $5,000 or less. If you don't need a trademark, you can probably do it for less than $1,000. Right now in California, uh, I think the Gavin Newsom governor waived the initial fee. Normally, it's $800 a year for an entity. And California is probably the best place in the country to set up a nonprofit corporation. And that's what you'd have to do to get tax exempt for everything. You don't have to pay property tax. You don't have to pay sales tax. You don't have to pay income taxes. I see a lot of people posting on Facebook that they don't have to work this year. Why not set up a nonprofit and help your community? Help your senior home with free Wii games, free Wii consoles that you maintain as a nonprofit. Help your local electronic recycling community, um, you know, flip, flip hardware, flip software, help um, people learn about um, math with sports cards, go into schools and donate sports cards and donate time to help kids. Um, Use statistics in sports and sports cards to learn about math ratios, addition, subtraction, division, ROI, buy and sell on eBay, learn, uh, learn, 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 teach, teach, teach how to start a business. You know, I think financial education is the crime in the current public education system. There is no financial education. It took me 50 years to figure all this out. This should be taught at the elementary school level just to introduce the concepts. At the junior high level, you should be you should be setting up at a bake sale and, and running the books and keeping a spreadsheet at 12 years old. And by the time you're at high school, you should be ready with your own full-blown eBay store. And then when you graduate high school, you can either go to college and specialize, go for something like coding, maybe an MBA, maybe accounting, or maybe you want to go into marketing. You can do that at college level. But by the time you graduate college, you already have a resume that says you've owned a business. And then you're a slam dunk. Don't do it like I did. Don't spend 50 years trial and error, trial and error, 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 trial, trial. Do, do it young. Hire your kids. Do a family business. Um, get them on eBay quick. Get them on spreadsheets Now show them the tax returns, use full disclosure and transparency and build your family's wealth for generations. Okay. So this is what I would recommend if you want to go big time, if you want to go nationwide, I think these are the top seven, eight or nine platforms out there. You don't, a caveat, by the way, you don't need to actually lock in a user ID on something like a Golden or a Metropolis, Comic Connect, Comic Link, Heritage because you're not really going to be marketing or selling your brand on those platforms you're a buyer um but you know i heard something like target is going to open up third party walmart's third party third party basically the amazon system where you're on their website selling with your own little brand so i just changed my amazon brand from great and games to power collectors i just changed my walmart brand from great and games to power collectors so you might see um some video games over there under our new branding. So that those type of those type of websites I heard targets looking into this. I heard targets doing it already, Home Depot. A lot of these websites are actually adding third party fulfillment and on those sites you would want to lock on your brand as soon as possible. So I would say um go to one of those crazy websites where you type in a uh, social media brand and see if it's available and try to find something that's available on Gmail, Google, and TikTok, Snapchat, Pinterest, whatever, all the brands. So the first thing I did was go for the dot-com. It was available. I jumped on it and I said, you know what? This could be something big. I got a five-year lease. So you'd never own a dot-com. That's fake news. You never own a dot-com. You lease it. It's real estate in the www virtual meta that you rent. So you're going to see these offers free first year, free second year. That doesn't mean anything. What you need to do is figure out is this a five year project? Is this going to take 10 years to get to my exit strategy? You know, when I sell out for a million or whatever, 10 million. And you figure, well, I figured, you know, the TV show is going to take a year or two, uh, another year or two to build the uh, brand on all these sites. So five year lease. And what you're going to notice is the second, third, fourth years go up drastically. So what I suggest is you jump on a long term lease. Don't jump on one of those offers that says $5 for the first year. Jump on whichever is going to give you the best five. I would say three, five, and 10 are probably the sweet spots for locking in your .com. Once you lock in your .com, you're in the game because then you can defend online because Google rules the world, right? As far as virtual real estate. After I locked in the .com, I started going to the various sites. I already told you about Amazon, eBay, Walmart. I rebranded those to Power Collectors. Then I went to Instagram. That's my main channel right now. I rebranded that to Power Collectors. I rebranded Facebook, page. You can get a business page for free at Facebook, not your page, a business page free, put up your logo, put up your contact information, how people can, you know, you can put up your eBay store link, all that. Facebook pages are free, just like LinkedIn. So go to Facebook, LinkedIn, business pages. I locked in power collectors there. Do that with your brand. Then you go to Twitter, lock that in because that's where all the heavy hitters are. After that, it's kind of a crapshoot depending on your age and what demographic you're shooting at. But I went across the board because I think this could be big. I think collecting as a word, as a quote-unquote hobby is elevating towards a career. Just like coding used to be a hobby back when I started collecting games. And now it's a very legitimate career. What do you do? I'm a coder and people take a step back. You know, when I came out of high school coding, it was like, oh, you're a coder. What's that? You're, you're studying computer science. It didn't mean anything. It was a hobby. Just like collecting used to be a hobby for decades. I believe we're on the cusp of collecting, becoming a career whether it's in the grading, the houses, the the NFT space, the Wall Street fractionals, buying and selling the retail level, the wholesale level, the export level. I think collecting is being elevated and I want to ride that wave. I want to help people come in and elevate their passions. So I went on TikTok, Snapchat, Pinterest, whatnot. And believe it or not, I locked in my brand. So I locked in my brand on dot com, gmail.com. Amazon, eBay, Walmart, I locked it in on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. I locked it in on Twitter. I locked it in on TikTok, Snapchat, Pinterest, pin and whatnot. And finally, I said, you know what? This is like hitting a grand slam. I can't believe this is available. It seems like people in the solar industry are using my brand, but not in the collecting industry. So I'm lucky. Or hard work meets opportunity. And this is my hundredth brand that I've tried to start in the last 30 years. And finally." the universe, God, whoever says, you know what, Hopper, it's going to be easy this time around, which is a first in my life. Let me get a drink of water, Michael. So the last thing I locked in was a very speculative play. This is something I wouldn't normally do. But as you know, I sold the man on from 20. I sold the PC DOS Madden, which is uh, an early print for $25,000, set the new bar, set the world record, On PC as well as sports games. And um it's not the all-time record for sports games because the modern the Madden Best Buy went off for I think over 50 and the Sega is up over 60 or 80. So it's really putting PC on the map. But anyway, I had my claim for fame there. And I was thinking to myself, you know, what do I want? What do I want out of life? You know, I just gave away my best piece. I'll never be able to get it back. What do I want in my life? Number one, I want less pain. So I want to work less with my fingers my neck, um, my back, you know, I can barely lift 10 pounds if I'm having a bad day. If I'm having a really bad day, I can barely lift two to five pounds. So I got to get out of physical is what I really want. So I, I, I knew what I didn't want, but what did I really want? And it took a long time. I thought about this for hours and hours. I've been poking around. I'm doing my brand thing. I'm doing my taxes. I got my taxes ready. Biggest tax return of my whole life. Um, I'm going to pay out the nose for taxes, but hopefully I'll get my social security at 62 and and get my Medicare and all that. So I'm happy to pay in the system. I'm a proud American born and raised. I love this country because entrepreneurship flourishes here and there's no age limits on that. you know, bros and girls and ladies, no age limits on entrepreneurship. You can teach it probably in the womb, you know, along with the classical music, but that's another story for another day. Um, Congratulations, Edward, Ted, for your Beautiful um, family edition, Winnie. Um, I hope uh, we can create beautiful, beautiful works of art in the visual realm and the audio realm over these next five years. Uh, sidetracked there to somebody that really helped me clarify my vision that, you know what? I don't want to do YouTube. I don't want to become a YouTuber. I know what I don't want. I really want to you know, get into producing, writing, um, asking questions. That seems to be where I want to be but I'm not exactly sure. So the idea has grown into a media brand. The silos are going to be news, TV, magazine, and that's probably going to be print as well as digital and then social, which is generally digital marketing, which I love, but I don't want to grind on a keyboard. I want a team that I can talk to and we can share ideas and create something big. So that's really what happened. Um, I somehow came across a sex in the city thing and, and her, it was like a reboot, and, and Big was in there. And I remember Big. He was like the one character that came in and out of the picture long term throughout that franchise. And he ended up in the new one, as I do believe her husband, I'm not really sure, the lead's husband, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's when the light bulb went off and I said, B I G in capital letters. That's what I want. That's what I've been chasing. That's what I've been chasing my whole life. I always have been a dreamer and a doer, but my doing was always solopreneurship. So I was always doing alone, which means I could never get big. So it was an oxymoron. I was living a hypocritical entrepreneurship life. I wanted to get big, but I couldn't work with a team because um, probably people skills, mental illness, and of course, finances. So thanks to the Madden, I'm thinking, well, hey maybe I can pay $100 an hour to a host or an interviewer or an interviewee or somebody that wants to share their story. And then I find out people are ready to share their story for free. And then I find out, let's do a trade deal. People are ready to throw interviews into the deal. So the reason I did the Madden was that, uh, let's just disclose it right now. Rick Probstein, I mean, everybody knows this now. It's, It's public knowledge. You can search it on eBay. He Committed to doing an interview with me, and I asked him, um, you know, do you know Gary V? Uh, is someone else making a TV show? Have you committed? He's all, oh, no, I don't know anybody. I I grew my business from 12 years old, you know, I grew my business from 35 grand to 150 million a year. I don't know if that's all eBay, but that's a massive, massive, big, unbelievably grind. And I said, I'll do the deal immediately because of the interview, because of the knowledge, because of the wisdom we can share with kids that maybe want to get to 150 million, but don't want to do trial and error for 30 years or 20 years or 15 years. Um, So the vision is big. It's really big. It's a big media company. I don't know if I want to work with Netflix and produce together. I mean, today, after I heard some rumors, I'm almost like, you know what? I think I just want to frickin' produce the stuff and try to sell it after we're done, which is unconventional in the movie business. But I think that's how independent films used to work. You sell the film after you're done with it. So you have full creative control. And I think that's what I want. I want creative control. I want to get big. So if you want to get big with me and you like my creativity, I think I'm hiring. If you can work for games, coins, cards um, that is a massive plus. So right now I'm going to be looking for hosts and I'm going to be looking, the first one I'd like is an Instagram host, someone that can basically look good on camera, um, deal with people and basically have two devices in front of them. One of them is going to be the camera facing their, their background where we might have some brands in the background. And then the other phone is going to be me texting you questions or talking points during the interview. So that's the first thing I'm looking for, hostesses and hosts. Um, After that, I'd like to expand to Facebook Live, LinkedIn Live, Twitter Live, TikTok Live, Snapchat Live, Live, Pinterest Live, and whatnot Live. So if you have experience on any of those platforms, I would like to uh, shout out uh, a call for models, hosts, social media, uh, reselling type digital marketers. And if you can work for games, cards, coins, stuff like that, I'm going into comics now. Um, Hopefully I'll have this all up on Power Collectors eBay and you can simply just shop. $100 an hour is going to be the trade value. Um, I would say a typical Instagram live basically goes about an hour live and then we have another 30 minutes where we talk about the script. And it's not even going to be a long script because I'm going to be texting pictures, uh, not pictures, but texting basically sentences with a question mark. For example, ask him how he feels about timing and luck or ask her how she felt when she lost money selling that comic book or coin or, or whatever it may be because that's my competitive advantage. I believe I can ask better questions than anyone else in all of the media industries. And I just haven't found my medium yet. I don't know if it's Instagram I don't know if it's TikTok, I don't know if it's Netflix, Disney Plus, I don't know if it's print. Um I'm just starting out. Um but you can look at my content and you can just look at it and and go wow, this guy has got a different brain on his shoulders. Um and I'm I'm happy to see that I might be joining my tribe, you know. Shout out to all the bipolar people in Hollywood. I'm coming for you. Um I want to join your little tribe. Um, I'm proud. I'm out. I'm coming out. I'm bipolar. I'm going to wear that on my my sleeve, on my T-shirt. I'm ready to start a bipolar brand. You know, I'm looking for T-shirt gurus. Um, it's time to come out with mental illness. And that's part of the other thing. When this takes off, why do I want to get big? I want to start a nonprofit. And that's my end game. So fully disclosed. We're going big with power collectors. We're going as big as we can. I'm hiring. I'm looking for help come on board this week. We've got a, a phone call set up with Italy power collector over there doing NFTs, Meta zoo video games. He's an Intellivision a world record holder. And on Thursday, we're going to bring in the broker. Uh, he's been, you know, flipping ticket stubs for decades. He recently set up a marketplace in the video game space. He's a heavy hitter. He just acquired a Madden. Congratulations, Dan. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. So I'm the glue that holds this stuff together. If you want to jump on board this train, we're taking off. And we're going into the media business, baby. Hollywood, Hopper, here we come. So you know what they say, try something new. Try thinking digital, not just physical. Take a look at otishouse.xyz. Wrap your head around that. Think about pink slips. Listen to my podcast with the dentist. And don't worry if you make mistakes and lose some money because you're going to get some wisdom and knowledge for the future because maybe in the future you can be a master along with Hopper.